Right, welcome everybody to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Foltz, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horan. Hey there, Chris. We're just getting used to these weekly long reality TV episodes, aren't we? It seems like ages since I spoke to you about episode one of The Bachelorette, but here we are recapping episode two, and what did you make of tonight? Where do you want to start today? I'll tell you what, Dave, this already beats labour of love. I know it's polished, I know... It's absolute nonsense, half of the stuff that I'm, I'm watching. It really is. And I've watched them plenty of times, so I, I know what the um, the character of the show is and, and what the whole concept is. But for me, Dave, you know, it's mainly a lot of the show, and the show's on for, like, probably, it's probably on for two hours in America, isn't it, because of the adverts. But, we, you know, we're running, it's a long show, and, and you're watching it there, and it's like, this is an hour and 20, basically, of Dale making a play for her all the way through, Claire, all the way through, Dave. And I just think there's something not right about this. You did call this out and say, you know, as she said, I think it was Blake she'd spoke to over the summer, and she, and all this stuff. But for me, Dave, there's some, and I don't know, I know we've got some explosive stuff to come. We know that. We talked about this in the last episode. They have definitely been with each other. The, the chemistry is electric without a doubt. However, they're both fucking fake, and if they want to live in that relationship and both be fake to each other, let them be. But there is a great chemistry there, I must admit. I think, you know, so after we recorded last week, I mean, I, I went through a few days of, like, trying to read up, you know, what was going on in the news, what was the speculation around Bachelor Nation and everything. And and it does seem there's, there's just something very off about this couple because she'd said last week hadn't she about you know when Dale appeared you know she's like I feel like I met my husband and the thing is when she spoke to Blake about you know I appreciate you broke the rules you reached out to me you know and at that moment I really enjoyed I really needed that and so you know thank you for that and everything I on, on retrospect, after I digested it a bit more, I thought, you know what? I think she's just thrown him under the bus there. I think he's a bit of a sacrificial lamb. Because the, you're right, the the chemistry between her and Dale is very, very obvious. He's trying to underplay it, I feel. And that that's what, to be honest... I, I think that's why she's coming across to me as being fake. And not like a completely fake person, but just she's she's acting for a lot of it. And and I just think that it, it feels to me that they've been talking beforehand because I, I'm not having this whole kind of love at first sight thing. I, I'm just not having it. When you're meeting like 30 guys, you know, you must, that must overwhelm everyone. And we'll get onto a bit of this in the emails, won't we? But you know, the fact that you've got this unique season where clearly everyone knows who she's been on. You know, this is a fifth Bachelor-related series, isn't it? You know, so so everyone yeah. could have done the research there, you know, in lockdown and whatever. But she's also been able to see who these guys are as well and also potentially ping them. You know, it's against the rules. But we know from her conversation with Blake that she doesn't mind breaking the rules. And I just think it was a bit deliberate to throw Blake under the bus there and just say, call him out for he broke the rules. But I think she's got that special connection with with Dale. And it just, 
it just makes it a bit hollow the whole thing because i just can't get invested into any of the other relationships it's so transparent yeah i mean what do you think dave i'll be honest i'm gonna do the old chris special and then go out on a limb here but i know that she's you know she's someone who's been on the shows and all this stuff and we keep getting this conversation about being in an abusive relationship right and she went i had to go on the show now for me if you're in an abusive relationship, and God, I hope she wasn't in it for long, and I hope that, you know, she's found closure with it. And you can see she clearly gets upset. But you wouldn't go on a reality TV show, Dave, to get closure from an abusive relationship, would you? Let's, I mean, I just didn't, I just don't understand the logic I don't know. behind that. I just think it's <laughs> one of them bullshit stories the producers have told her to throw in there to get the sympathy vote. But I'm, I'm not saying that it's not right, or that, that it's, it's not right, but the relationship she was obviously in, and we haven't got the you know, the other person's information on that, but it sounds terrible and I wouldn't wish on anybody, but I just... You know what, Chris? It's interesting you say that about not having the other person's perspective on it. So I don't know. I've got no idea. I can imagine that if someone, you know, uh, was in an abusive relationship, you're not thinking in a structured and linear way, are you? You just, you're just a bit scatty. It's it's a horrible place. So, so I I can absolutely believe that, you know, she went on that as as part of that, not closure, but just kind of to draw a line under that or to try and draw a line under that part of her life. But she says some things that just strike me as bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, so she, oh, who was she talking to? She was talking to, um, oh, it wasn't Blake, was it? I, I can't remember. She was talking to someone later on. And she says about, um, oh, no one took me to the prom. You know. Uh, oh, Riley, Riley. Yeah, that was it. It was Riley, wasn't it? No one took me to the prom. No, you know, no one ever asked me. I'm sorry, Chris. She is stunning. She And she, I'm not having she's been this kind of ugly duckling either. She's always been stunning. And there would have been plenty of people who would have wanted to ask her. She just didn't want, she didn't get asked by the person who she wanted to be asked by. But the way it came across is, oh yeah, just, just no one, no one asked me. And I just thought, oh, come on, that's, that's not true, is it? And so there's, there's these little things like this, which just don't stack up for me. But um, I, I think more so is, is like I said before, this this unique kind of season that we've got where they've had all this time in lockdown to scope out, you know, Instagram stalk all of the other contestants yeah. and stuff. So it's just making it feel a bit disingenuous to me. Yeah, I think you're right. And, and, and I must admit, Dave, watching the guys fawn over and stuff, and I know that's the whole pretense of the show, and, it, and, and it's the reverse when you've got the bachelor as well. But the guys just seem so fucking desperate and so <laughs> fake. I, I, honestly, I don't think... The only one who I thought was... I think Riley was quite good, and especially the way he dealt with Joseph. I think Joseph was trying to make a point and trying to speak. It's like, look, mate, you don't speak for us, you know, and all that. But <laughs> that whole incident for me more than anything. And this isn't just because I'm a guy, but for me, she is a loose cannon, Dave. And I think she's keeping it all together because I think she's a fucking head, the head case because she just went. That, that for me, <laughs> controversial, yeah. But that for me was like, they had a conversation and I, I get that it must be quite um, weird for her to be sat with like 15 to 20 guys and she's the centre of the focal point. And, and obviously the pretense of the show is that it's basically a popularity contest who can get with her the most. But there was literally 
a five second awkwardness. And it was awkward because I was like, oh, fuck, that didn't go how it should have gone. But I didn't think anything of it. But obviously, I'm not in her position, so I can't give her perspective. However, she went on the date, didn't she, with one of the guys. She comes back. Then she just started kicking off. And I was like, this is bullshit. This is proper Hollywood shit, this. Because it's not like they've ignored for half an hour and they've all gone to play pool or they've been diving in the pool and fucking wet willying each other and all that shit, Dave. <laughs> she was sat there for five seconds. The fucking drama that's with her an, there. An edited I, five seconds. Well, <laughs> Dave, don't try and go no, to the bathroom. No, I, 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 know, I, I, know, we I don't agree, know but... how long it was. Now, I'm not disagreeing with you either, but but we I'm leaving the door open slightly. We don't know how long that was. I'm definitely getting the hate mail. What, this week. what? <laughs> yeah, it it did strike me as off because she'd gone yeah. across, and the thing is, it's still very early on, isn't it? So we see this in all the reality shows. Everyone's got their cards quite close to their chest initially. You know how many times when we're watching Love Island. Does the first guy step up? You've got five girls there, right? Who wants to step forward for, let's say, Dave, right? No one. No one's going to step forward for Dave. Dave doesn't go, right, that's it. None of you, I'm I'm here to be on Love Island, and none of you are going to step forward. Right, I'm taking my ball home, and I'm going home. And that's effectively what what she kind of did, wasn't it? You know, she's like, I'm here for me. And, you know, I, I, I can't quite remember it. This is in the dim and distant memory that we have, and it, it probably won't translate well to our um, uh, US listeners. But, I mean, you had Bonnie Langford as this child, young child actor, and her kind of iconic thing, you know, was she was this spoiled little brat with the pigtails and everything. And then if she didn't get her own way, she'd say, I'll scream, I'll scream and scream and scream until I'm thick. You know, and that that was the whole thing. And that is right in the back of my memory, Chris. But as soon as she was doing that, that's what it reminded me of, just like stamping her feet and not getting her own way. I thought it was a really bizarre move because she she went to have the chat with the first bloke. And she just, she was very, very distracted. And she's like, she loves the attention. You know, you got 30 guys there. And, and then, you know, the first kind of date card, you get half the guys pretty much going off and, you know, words of affirmation. It, it, it's all about love language, isn't it? Isn't it? So words of affirmation, you, you know, you can see she's cooing when they're giving her all the, the you know, quite frankly, the hollow words, because they hardly know her, you know, uh, you know, apart from what they've seen on the TV screen. But she's absolutely lapping that up. She loves that attention. But then as soon as, like, people are like, well, you know, they, they, they're they trying to be, I don't know, just, just a bit reserved and not, you know, falling over themselves. You know, oh, Claire, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go. It's, it's like, not enough for her. So, yeah, I thought it was an interesting blow-up by her. Yeah, I do. And I think you're right. It's, it's something that you said last week that just triggered me a little bit about that is that they've applied to come on it and they don't know who she is. And I don't want to segue in very quickly to the date that Brandon went on with her when he went, I can see we've not spent a lot of time together, but there's definitely something there. And I must give her full credit, Dave. I know I've gone at her a little bit, but I thought her line was brilliant. She went, actually, I don't feel anything. Let's go you to the door. <laughs> and he just didn't have a clue because she quizzed him and went, so what, what is it about me then? And he didn't have a clue. But I do think, again, she got very triggered, Dave, very easily. And I wonder whether that's why she's single because she seems really... I, I, we, we have no concept of her back 
story at all, but there's something has really hurt her in the past. Oh, come really on. on I mean, I, I don't think that's the reason why she's single. I, I think, you know, she probably has had a bit of a bit of bad luck. I think she's just got something very, very specific in mind. And let's face it, Chris, given my earlier hypothesis, she's been speaking to Dale before this. <laughs> so, you know, she's already made her mind up. So, you know, she she's kind of like possibly entertaining you know if she feels that instant chemistry with with you know a small number of other guys but i just don't think she's got any tolerance for like dicking about and fucking brandon there he's like when i found out you were on the bachelorette i just knew i had to be on here (laughs) okay so so what is it you know why did you apply and he's like well in truth i don't know anything about you <laughs> it's a David Brent moment, one in the office. I just cry. So, she... but you're beautiful. He's like, you're beautiful. It's like, look, mate, fuck off and get out the door. You are gone. I was pissing myself. I thought, yeah. So, so I agree, and you know, she did get triggered a little bit, but I'm, I'm fucking giving her a complete car blanche to do whatever she wanted from that point because he just talk about being disingenuous it was just so false what he was saying and the fact that you can't come up with anything about her at all you know it's like it's pretty poor so and it makes you wonder doesn't it you know he's, he's like he's been in lockdown they've all given up you know a, a serious amount of time in their lives you know to isolate and uh, to quarantine and everything go through all the testing before you even know that you're definitely going to be on the show they've they've given up their time to do this you know and and presumably whatever jobs they they were doing so you know at least you could have a little fucking google and find out a bit more about it fuck me you could have watched the whole you could have watched all of the seasons of the bachelorette bachelor in paradise that, that she's been on so yeah, he fucked up that. I didn't think she was yeah. going to jettison him out. But, <laughs> no, I didn't. You know, that was, uh, you know, she's taking no prisoners. She's not fucking around, Dave. I'll give her that. I will give her credit for that. And I think when she went on the, the date with Riley, you know, Riley had had that bust up with Yosef earlier on saying, you don't speak for us. And they had, I thought they were going to have a bit of a punch up today. I was like, go on, <laughs> jump at each other. We didn't get the punch up. But I do think with Riley, it seemed quite genuine, very smooth days boys to men music on at the old high school and he had her in close gets a kiss and gets a rose dave so so he he i thought that was really good that i really uh but he's pretty smooth i mean obviously i don't put words in your mouth what did you think of that yeah i thought i, I did like riley and and i think i i probably wouldn't have honestly i wouldn't have spoken up like riley did but when joseph's like i would like to speak for the group it's like Hold up, who the fuck are you to speak for the group? You've known us for like five minutes or, or, you know, a week or whatever. Don't fucking, without any dialogue at all, think that you can speak for everyone. I'm not liking Joseph, to be honest, uh, Chris. Like, there was a whole thing last week, you know, uh, the the tiny bit of drama that we did get. But again, I, I just thought, it's just just his mannerisms and everything just seem a, a little bit off to me. So I thought I thought Riley was absolutely right to to say what he said. And uh well, well, I, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, no, sorry, Dave. I didn't mean to carry on, carry on. No, that, that that was it really. I I I think he was right to say what he said and um, you know, fair play to him. And I do think that Riley and and her did have uh that bit of chemistry there. 
Sorry, and I apologise for cutting across you. Sorry. Um, so anyway, Dave, I'm going to do your. I'm going to say that this isn't Dave now. Uh, this isn't Chris. It's actually Dave. So when the hate comes in for this, Dave, <laughs> um, they're going to aim it at you. Okay. So I can't do your voice. So I'm not even going to attempt to. You can probably do mine better than me. So anyway. Dave, the dodgeball thing. Now, this is coming purely from a man's perspective, okay? So I'm happy for people to disagree. We know that pretty much uh, 90% of our listeners, and we love you all, are female, Dave. We all love these sort of shows. All the emails show that. We do get a couple of guys messaging as well, so keep them coming, guys. Um, Yeah, the dodgeball game, Dave. Now, if the boot was on the other foot, do you really think we're going to see the girls... With the tops, I mean, the tops obviously it's different part of anatomy. I understand with men and women, it's completely a different thing with the tops. However, you're not going to see the girls in the bikinis, Dave, like that, are you? Not that I have any recollection of on The Bachelor. Um, I just thought that was a little bit, and it, the, she kept saying it over and over. Oh, you all took it in good fun. Yeah, it was a bit of fun. I, I wasn't offended by. It. However, I did think, would you wouldn't be able to do that if the coin was flipped? However. I think some of the guys weren't happy about taking all the clothes off, Dave. I really don't. No, no. I've just given Yosef a, a little bit of stick, but but actually, I don't. Again, I don't think he was wrong because he was he was saying a little bit later, wasn't he? You know, he he wants to tell her that, that he feels humiliated. You know, he had to go back pretty much in his jock strap. Um, it, it was a bit strange. What I'd say is on Love Island. I mean, we did see the whole car wash thing, didn't we, with the girls in bikinis there. Oh, hang on, Dave. Let, hang on. Let's just backtrack on that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hang on. Just, I'm not editing so not, this out. Not to cut your fucking ignore me, Dave. Yeah, thanks, Dave. <laughs> thanks for backing me up there. Anyway, carry on then. No, All for me too in it, that day. <laughs> I, I thought it was off for a different reason because, you know, we, we had a bit of a laugh. Old Brandon with his David Brent moment there. Say, you know, he couldn't think of anything other than she's really beautiful. You know, it had nothing about her personality or anything. So he got jettisoned. But she, when she goes back to the other guys and she's saying, you know, I've been in so many superficial relationships and whatever. Saying about it, you just had half the guys stripped down bollock naked. And even even though the red team, you know, were, were winning, it was like, get your, get your shirts off, lads. And I just found those two things, when you join those two up, again, just a little uh, inconsistent. Yeah. And I, and I do say, I'm taking it all back, Dave. Now you said that. <laughs> <laughs> but, what, what a fucking hypocrite I am. Anyway. But we said, we said at the time, though, didn't we, with the, with the girls in the bikinis on the car wash, that we said that that seemed a little bit far. Um yeah, you know, we yeah. didn't think you'd see that on the uh, on the UK show, but uh, I don't know. I mean, when the girls are just walking around the pool on Love Island, I mean, it's practically nothing to those bikinis at all, is there? So I know, Dave. I don't, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm, I'm actually <laughs> fucking. I, I, I'm sorry, everybody. I've got to apologise. I fucking don't know what I'm talking about. Keep the car washed. Keep the bikinis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, th- I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was good. And what what I thought the most interesting thing out of the dodgeball was, I, I mean, you know, the the boys they fueled with testosterone. There, you could see it. And Blake, when he's wandering back, you know, cupping himself, you know, feeling sorry for himself, he's like, really, I thought going a bit overboard on you know, lost challenge. He's not going to spend any time with her. And you could see that he was 
really kind of agitated by it. So he just takes it upon himself to basically go, you know, and interrupt someone else's date. Um, I think it was Jay's date, wasn't it? When, you know, so, so the red team won, blue team lost. Blue team, you know, Blake was on the blue team and, and Blake, you know, got a shower, got back and, and just interrupted the date to spend a bit more time with her. And then all the other guys are like, fuck off. <laughs> you know? yeah. I thought it was a, a ballsy move, but I... What what did you make of that, Chris? Because I, I don't know if I've fully formed my thoughts on it yet. I think... I know, obviously, Claire said, like, she... she respected it didn't she she gave him a rose for it i like what you did however and it is a show i get that dale has been absolutely head and shoulders above most of the guys taking her off here there and everywhere i know he was the first one's going to date with her but he's he's spent plenty of time with her i think with blake i just think it's poor show it's part of the game the guys were right weren't they it's part of the game it is what it is. They lost. He shouldn't be going over there stealing her away. The guy she's talking to wasn't very happy. Then all of them steamed in there. He did obviously win. Now, she might want that, Dave. She might want someone to fight for a forcefulness. Again, we don't know what the hell's going on. In the context of the show, it's fucking great because yeah. it just creates a lot of drama because <laughs> I'm sure we're not going to hear the end of this in the next episode. It looks like we don't. So that's, that's brilliant. But Blake as a person, I'm not convinced by. He needs a lot of reassurance, Dave. Don't he? he seems really, really... Uh, highly strung, really nervous as well, which is quite interesting. So I don't know whether this is a sort of, is he in some sort of difficulty financially? Is this just an exposure thing? Does he need the money? Does he Is he here because he just wants to stay here for as long as he can to get a bit of exposure? I don't know. He seems very, very desperate to me, Dave. I think desperate is the word that came to my mind, to be honest, because she, like I say, she wants someone to fight for her, you know, put himself out there and not necessarily follow the rules as, as the other guys do. Cause you can see the other guys, are, but, 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 but these are the rules, you know, but it seemed like a desperate play for me. I, I just, I, yeah, I wasn't convinced by it. And it, he did seem, you know, when he's just talking to the camera, not necessarily when he's, he's just talking to Claire, he just seemed really desperate and he kept repeating you know that you know you said you want someone with balls and he's like yeah, but you know don't take it so literally um so yeah i think he'll be around for a little bit of time again you know what chris i'm, I'm slightly going through the motions here because because of what i think she's she's got that relationship with dale before the show um but yeah for the for the show i i think dale's basically just shitting all the blokes cereal any so <laughs> they they are not going to be happy, and you know, in in next week's episode, I'm sure we'll see that play out because first opportunity they get, Dale's going under the bus. Yeah, without a doubt, and I think Yosef's going to be not far behind him, Dave. Yeah, I can't I can't see him hanging around too long, to be honest. I I think he might be throwing himself under, to be honest. But um, if he is going to call out Claire with, uh, you know, not being happy at being humiliated because he was walking around in his jockstrap. Um, yeah, it's like we've seen Claire's reaction, you know, and now she she goes from naught to 100 in, in a split second. If he wants to confront her on that, good luck. But, uh, you know, make sure you have your suitcase packed before. Yeah, it's all going to kick off, Dave, I agree. Now, Dave, we've had 
quite a few emails today. So, <clears throat> pull up a chair, people. I'm going to get my can, most professional. Can it, before we go through the emails, Chris, and then I've called it out a few times about her and Blake, but, you know, in the whole love languages thing, you know, there was the, uh, she got very hot and steamy with, um, I, I said Blake there, didn't I? Dale. Um, yes. You know, as, as soon as they were having a bit of a snog there, it got very steamy straight away. And again, I'm just not having that when you first meet someone, it's like from naught to 100 straight away. And I, it just felt to me steamy, but familiar. Yes. Uh, what do you reckon? Do, do you reckon I, I'm way off there or? No, she she gets hold of him and he gets hold of her like they have done this before, Dave. I totally agree. There's just something completely different when she's kissed the other guys to the way she is with Blake. It's like they've got an in-joke that we're not privy to at the moment. Yeah. And I'm I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure that the, at some point it's going to come out and say, actually, they were together. I think, you know, I, I think she'll probably... I don't know if we'll ever find that out, Chris, because when she's on a sixth season of Bachelor-related programmes... <laughs> <laughs> Bachelorette, she, the revenge. She doesn't want. She doesn't want to cut her own legs off. You know, a friend yeah. of mine said about how authentic and everything she was. It's like, yeah, but this is a fifth Bachelor-related season. Chris, there are other ways to meet people outside of reality yeah. TV. Ninety-nine percent of the rest of the world meets someone outside of reality TV as well. It's more than ninety-nine percent, isn't it? So, yeah. You know, I, I I don't know. I I think I don't think we've seen the last of Claire. Um, no, you know she'll probably see out the next episode, won't won't she? And then you know we're we're likely to get in the new Bachelorette. Um, so yeah. Well, I, this is my prediction. I don't know, but if this is true, maybe this is the whole thing with Dale that it all comes out and they just piss off, and then we get someone else in. Dave, maybe that's it. Maybe that, I don't know. I I haven't read anything. I, I've stayed away on purpose. So. We'll see. So Cool. Let's go to our emails. Sorry to cut across you there, Chris. It's all right, though. I had a lovely um, voice ready for the emails. Now we're going to be chavitastic again. But anyway, I'll, I'll try my best, people. So this one is from Kelly, and it's called Bachelorette Premier. And Dave, I wish you'd read this one because this is rather a long one. But anyway, <laughs> hey, guys. I'm so excited that you're all recovering the Bachelorette season. Listen to a few Bachelorette recap podcasts. But I was most looking forward to you all since you definitely don't hold back at all. I think this will be an interesting season for you to cover since based on what has been reported so far, this will be very different from what we're used to. One thing that always happens is the preview of the season, so sorry, better get used to that. That's how they keep us hooked, waiting for drama to come. To be fair, since quarantine happened right as they were about to start filming, they did continue to ask for guys to apply as it was released that Claire was the Bachelorette. The list of guys has always been readily... has also... Hold on. Dave, I'll put my teeth back in, sorry. The list of guys has also already been announced, but it seems like some of them ended up not being able to do the show. So more than in the usual seasons, there will be some guys here who may have specifically auditioned for Claire. Do you all buy what Claire said about only one guy contacting her while they were waiting to film? Well, I think we said that about Dale. I'm not sure I believe it's based on her reaction to Dale. I feel like at the very least, she has been looking up him online and like what she saw, but they could have been talking and just hiding it. 
completely agree, Kelly, because what we'd said earlier. Anyway, there definitely seems to be something off about Yosef, as you all said. Bennett seems like a raging douche. He needs to take off that scarf and just sit down. But there does, does seem to be some legitimate, legitimately nice guys, which is refreshing. And I'm sure there'll be plenty of drama either way. There always is. Can't wait for the rest of the season, Kelly in Texas. So I'll belt at that, Dave. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, touches on a lot of the points, doesn't it? And obviously these came in at the end of last week, so I uh, hadn't gone back uh, to relook at that before we recorded. But yeah, I think so. I, th- I think it just, it lines up with a lot of things we were saying, wasn't it? You know, so I kind of, I, I hope we're wrong, Chris. Because <laughs> it, it, I feel slightly cheated, um, you know, so when, God, how many shows have we done now? You know, Love is Blind, uh, Too Hot to Handle, obviously all the Love Islands, um, Single Town. You know, these people don't know them before, they don't know each other beforehand. Um, and even though, you know, if you're going to pick a bachelorette <clears throat> who was on the previous season, and it did seem pretty brutal, you know, going back and uh, it was Juan Pablo's season, wasn't it? You know, where she got ditched right at the end there. I, it, It's just very odd where, you know, I mean, we know what the rules are that are written down. You're not supposed to contact these people. But we already know that those rules have been broken. So, you know, and what we're joining that up with what we're seeing as well just leads you to one place and it, it just feels like it's a, a fade accompli Chris and um, you know we're, we're just going through the motions now until we get on the new Bachelorette Dave couple of things that sounded amazing and I haven't got a clue how to spell it a foregone conclusion means, but... <laughs> oh right okay fine it sounded very posh that Dave so anyway right. <laughs> the next one's from our good friend Didi Bachelorette US recap hi Chris and Dave I'm so excited you guys are recapping this show you have a different perspective than those of us who are deep in the source here in the US. Dave is in for a big surprise. <laughs> there have been a lot of leaks about this season, even aside from the usual spoilers, specifically with the two Bachelorettes. Basically, the show has been up until now acting like we, the viewers, are completely ignorant. Now they are starting to lean into it a bit in the previews, even though it was likely someone in charge who leaked info in the first place. To be fair, this is the first time guys were specifically cast for a particular Bachelorette. And since filming was pushed out, but the cast had already been announced, Claire was able to check out social media for everybody ahead of time, which is what we said. But it's still so cheesy how the guys are all fawning and so sure they are there for the right reasons. We all know better, but this is part of the shtick. Funny your comment about the number of guys. Yep, it was (laughs) always about 30 of them. Too many for me to follow as well. They should have... Should have. Hello, my name is. Tags like at a, a conference. Very true. Oh, and yes, I thought the stuff between Yosef and Tyler was lame. If you don't want to be spoiled, I'd stay away from reality, Steve, but you will get a kick out of the, the Rose cast. Here to make friends and game of roses. If you need to fill your heads full of bachelorette takes between episodes and your awesome podcast, you guys get my rose. Didi from Tempe. It's Arizona, USA. Yeah. So thank you, Didi. Great email. That's awesome, mate. I did listen to last week's Rosecast as well. It's pretty good. I, I do need to pop him a, an email as well and see if we can sort something out there. Now, Chris, do you want me to read out the next one from Tony? 
please? Yep, it's a nice small one, which is why I thought I'd jump in there. So, (laughs) (laughs) as a fellow middle-aged guy, your podcast is the only reason why I watch this show. Two things to note. I'm embarrassed to admit, but I don't know which one of you is Chris and which one is Dave. But I think you're both cool and fun to listen to, so it doesn't really matter. You didn't mention the biggest and maybe the best part of the new Bachelorette. They brought they brought her dog. What's your opinion regarding some of the guys' strategy regarding giving attention to the dog? Thanks, and keep it up. And that's from Tony in Seattle. Now, Chris, actually, we didn't talk, touch on that, did we? But, um, you know, we saw guys, no. you know, giving a lot of affection to the dog. Uh, I can't remember which guy had, had like a T-shirt of the dogs and stuff. What, what do you reckon of that? Dave, I think the dog's probably the most genuine person on the show. That's why. <laughs> I'd rather the fucking dog went looking for love than what's going on here because I think it'd be more genuine, Dave. Yeah, I, I just think that, I mean, I, uh, there's a bit of sort of synergy between the, the Bachelor season two in South Africa. The the guy there, Mark, he, he had a love for his dog. And so from that initial, you know, when they get out the limo, uh, sort of the introduction ceremony or whatever, you know, a few of them were taking the dog angle. And I don't know, it just, it just seems so staged and kind of not very authentic to me. It's just like, you know, you've done your research and so you're not actually, you're not trying to find an actual connection with this person. You've just done your research and you're just trying to hit the the notes that you think will land. And so, you know, no, it's fucking hell, Chris. I don't know how many metaphors I just mixed up there, but <laughs> you know, it, it just, it, it's a strategy, isn't it? At the end of the day, you know, she loves her dogs. So let's, let's, you know, let's pretend like I love dogs as well. Even if they do or they don't, they, then they're going to, you know, make sure that she thinks that, that they love dogs. Yeah, exactly. I totally agree. I totally agree, Dave. Now, now, Dave, I'll let you read the next one from Sue, if you like, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> right. It says, hi, Chris and Dave. So glad you're po- uh, podcasting The Bachelorette after the great Love, is I- Love Island episodes. I always enjoy your lighthearted, fun comments, and I like how you call out reality folks on their bullshit. I decided to email after listening to your first podcast on The Bachelorette when Chris commented that Claire seems fake and will <laughs> will choose no one in the end. I say, let's give Claire a chance because she may surprise us. I won't mention any rumoured spoilers that happen on the show, but there is some pre-season information that may be helpful to, uh, to know as you watch. Claire and her bachelors were about to start filming when the pandemic caused this chosen cast to go on hiatus during the wait, claire had access to the list of bachelors with their short bios that were released to the press for four months she could look at their social media posts and dig online about them granted the list of men changed a little by the time the filming could begin but most of the list was the same the bachelors knew the bachelorette was going to be Claire and had plenty of time to read about her online too. Yeah, you're listening to that, Brandon? You fucking numpty. <laughs> <laughs> He's like that now. The light bulbs come on above his head. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, I did have all that time to do my research. Bollocks. Claire knew more about some of these guys going in than any other bachelorette in the history of the show. Frankly, it's unfair when the Bachelorette knows who she wants to get to know and who she has sort of eliminated in her mind 
before they come out of the limos. So that first elimination was not as hard as for her as the previous Bachelorettes. To be fair, it's not really Claire's fault that the information was out there during quarantine either, but this will really wreak havoc as uh, on, on her as the season unfolds. That being said, I've watched Claire before. She is an older contestant who has been on prior shows looking for love and being hurt each time. She knows her way around the dating show and exactly what she's looking for. She is confident, experienced and driven gal who doesn't put up with the nonsense that prior younger women have displayed on this franchise. I believe when she finds what she wants, she won't waste her time and no one, including production, is going to tell her what to do. So yes, we will see the drama and messiness with Claire, but I predict we might be surprised by the end, uh, by the end result when she's done. At the very least, I'll have fun listening to your podcasts, especially if you get to say, I told you so, if I'm wrong about Claire. All the best and cheers. And that's from Sue in Virginia, USA. So thanks very much, Sue. And Chris, we've got our last email, haven't we? Yeah, this is from Suzanne, Dave. And it says, uh, oh my gosh, I love you guys. I'm sure she missed off the bit about Chris, you're the best. But anyway, it doesn't say that. It says, oh, so I have to thank you for saving my sanity during our mad election season during the US Love Island. Sublime, no news. So much so that I've gone back to UK Love Island season five. Hilarious and spot on. Ovi, what a fantastic guy. Buy his book. Then I went to watch US Look Bachelorette because you're covering it. What a horrible, horrible show. That's an hour of my life I cannot get back, but I'll probably listen to your recaps. So just want to say thank you. Keep up the clever shenanigans, Sue. So that's a great email, Dave. That's awesome. And and again, I, I think I, I'm expecting that the next episode is going to be the one where it's all going to blow up. Yeah. I, I still don't know why they, they put in all of those drama bits in episode one, um, effectively spoiling it all. But uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll kind of see how that all plays out. And then for me, it's almost like a, a restart. You know, when, when we get the new Bachelorette in, as we think we're going to do, then uh, it, it all kind of starts off again. Yeah. And, they, they, you know, it'd be interesting then to see all the guys re-scramble because they've been able to have all of this time to do the research, to make their play, you know, based on some kind of strategy, and then it's all going to go out the window. So, you know, I, I'm persevering with it at, at the moment, and I, I just think this show will get better um, once, once you know, Claire goes. Yeah. <laughs> and we get, we get the new Bachelorette in. Now, Chris, we have had a, a review come in as well. So this one is subject, uh, is subject great English, Dave. This one uh, is simply titled The Best. And it says, the absolute best Love Island and Bachelor recap show out there. Keep it up, guys. Big fan from San Diego, California. And that's from Maddie1717. So thanks ever so much for that. And guys, if you want to get in your reviews as well, um, drop us a five-star review or you know anything from one to five. We love reading them out. You know, if they're great, they're great. If they're abusive, we read those ones out <laughs> as well. <you> know? yeah. <laughs> But we love uh, we love getting those. So, Chris, that's been an awesome episode. I'm, I'm glad. It, it was a lot to unpack. It was another long episode tonight, wasn't it? And, you know, I hadn't fully formulated my thoughts on it, a lot of these things. So, uh, no, it's great to speak to you again. And, Chris, we also have our Facebook to promote as well, don't we? We do, Dave, yeah. So if you want to go over to Facebook, guys, and it'll be in the 
episode notes. It's a private group just for fans of our reality shows. Uh, me and Dave are on there, so you can interact and get talking to us. Uh, it's run by our good friend Charlene. And uh, yeah, just get over there. We're posting all the episodes, any sort of chat. If anybody's got any thoughts on the show, let's get talking about it. And as always, if you don't want to get over to Facebook, and I know, Dave, that it's not down with the kids anymore, Dave, we are on <laughs> Twitter and Instagram, at CD Reality Cast, guys. And if you want to email us like all these wonderful people have today, cdrealitycast at gmail.com. So thank you so much today to everybody who's uh, interacting with us on all our platforms. We really appreciate it. Dave, amazing episode, my friend. And I'm going to go away and stop being a hypocrite. And I'm going to make sure that we never lose the car wash or the bikinis, Dave. <laughs> what I said earlier, I'm taking back, okay? Awesome. Awesome, mate. Well, I'll speak to you next time. Bye.